0: Hey there, my beautiful creatives, welcome to the show. And yesterday was my birthday, so this week I have been finding ways to honor myself, to nurture myself, to be grateful for the place that I am and where I sit in this world right now, and giving myself space to do that, and also creating boundaries around the things that don't serve me. And that is the simplest way to sum up my version of approaching self-kindness and gratitude and uh, sort of being okay with the present moment and just being, which was last week's theme. So this week I want to talk more about self-nurturing and doing that through boundaries. And we're always sort of aiming ourselves towards trust, trusting ourselves. And that's kind of the overall theme in addition to some others, like joy through the process. And one of the ways we get that is by trusting ourselves. So it's all connected. Everything's starting to really connect. If you've listened to a lot of episodes, you'll start to see those themes and those threads throughout. Especially last week is uh was definitely a self-kindness week as well with the guided meditation and stuff like that. But we're just building as we go. So everything is has a little bit of all the things in it. These are just different ways to approach them and layers you add as we learn these themes. So the themes will kind of stay the same and you may start noticing that, uh, like trust, joy, gratitude, self-kindness, things like that. So <laughs> that's where we're at. I hope you guys are enjoying all of this so far. I am taking it easy uh, a little bit today. I'm releasing this episode a little later in the day than I usually do, so I apologize for that, and I don't apologize for that because it's what I needed to do, so I'm going to trust that you guys will love me anyway and that it's okay, and if it's not, then, oh well, sorry guys, um, I'll get back on track for next week, so no worries, um, and that's something to take into consideration if you guys have a process, you know, processes are long, And that means that you're committed to them no matter what, but that also means there's going to be times when you need to be a little more flexible and let go of the perfection around the schedule or the perfection around the, any other component of the process. So am I a stickler as a producer on getting things out on time for my clients? Absolutely. fucking But do I also grant them permissions to live their lives and, and oh well shit happens right sometimes they can't get me an episode on time is it a little frustrating of course it is but I also understand you know and we just move past it and we keep going so whatever keeps you in the game because that's the bigger picture and and it's okay sometimes to show up late it's okay sometimes to to you know apologize and and miss a week do I want that to be my standard of course not that's not my standard but we know what those are. So we're aiming for the standard and then we are striving for excellence and we're letting go of the perfectionism. So sometimes my episode will show up at 1 p.m. instead of 5 a.m. in the morning. Um, So sorry for anybody who's not in L.A. and you're getting this in the evening if you're uh, somewhere else in the world or on the East Coast. So that's where we're at. <laughs> but I'm also treating myself with a facial a little later today. I'm really excited about that. Sticking on the theme of self-nurture. So that being said, I want to read a little from my favorite book by Jill Bodonsky, which is The Nine Modern Day Muses and a Bodyguard, Ten Guides to Creative Inspiration. And I love this book because you can use it in so many ways. And I have a link to this in a lot of episodes, but I'll put it in this one as well in the show notes. So it's organized in the form of these, these nine muses plus the bodyguard is basically a muse as well. So 10 really. And today we're going to look at Muse Song, which is a very nurturing muse within these, within the layout that she has here. And I'm just going to read a little bit from it just to nail in the the way that nurturing ourselves actually helps the world around us actually helps our process it's not selfish it's not self-indulgent it's not you don't need to harbor the guilt that sometimes comes with that meaning guilt may come up but that's okay you can let it come up and then you just allow it to move through you and let it go if you can And one way to consider that is to just allow it to be if guilt comes up for you around certain types of nurture, whether it be something connected to money. I was really beating myself up actually around the money aspect for trying to get this facial today. And then I was like, wait a minute, this isn't even a belief system I subscribe to anymore. I believe that I can afford this. I know that the money will come back to me and it's not going to make or break me whether I do this or not. And I will feel so much better for it. And it's a long-term thing when you take care of your skin, it's totally worth it. And I had a lot of guilt around it for some reason that I was attaching to money. And so it's about realizing that, asking the questions, why am I feeling this? And that's one way to go about it is to ask the question and just see where you get. With that, see how far you can get with that. Um, Another way is to go, okay, what would it feel like to not feel guilt around this just a little bit more than I usually do? Or 5% more less guilty around this topic, subject, whatever you're examining. What would it feel like to let that go for a few moments and just really feel the absence of it? Really feel it. Allow yourself to go as far as you can with that feeling for just a few moments. And then give yourself complete permission to feel how you normally feel. And that's, it's like an exercise. You're kind of exercising. When I ask those types of questions, we're just exercising another way of thinking because that's how habits are formed. And it's a really small way to not make it painful, to not make it hard, to get rid of the expectation that comes with trying something new. So that's, this is why I love this method. It's just so gentle and so wonderful and it can be really eye opening. And it just is a, um, it's like a a festering growing ground for growth, really for an opportunity to change. So now to read from this Muse Song chapter in this book here, and uh, I'm going to read a couple of paragraphs or yeah, basically a paragraph. Musong is delighted to share this stunning secret of creative combustion with you. It is a win-win thing. Here it is. You start doing really nice things for yourself, and the self that is responsible for creative expression begins to unleash itself with ease and delight. The only problem is that many well-meaning parents and the movement of Martyrs Are Us make self-kindness a hard place for many people to wholeheartedly visit. Treating ourselves like precious instruments of creative expression accelerates our creative output. The results are actually mind-boggling. We are finally coming to an age where we can release the guilt, martyrdom, and feelings of selfishness that used to be associated with paying more attention to ourselves than to others. We can finally see that when we are good to ourselves first, we become better for everyone in our life. And uh, one more question, or one more uh, sentence that I really loved from this little section was, taking quality care of yourself can awaken your higher self. Wow, think about that. Taking quality care of yourself can awaken your higher self. That's pretty strong to consider, if you really consider how that can work. Nurturing yourself can awaken your higher self. It's so true that this is exactly how I came to have all the realizations I have now and to really understand that my presence and taking care of who I am while I'm here on this planet in this life really connects me to something higher. And that can be whatever you believe, your higher self, your source, God, um, whatever it is your connection to that you are a part of that equation and you need to take care of yourself so that you can do the things that you came here to do and as creators that's that's really important we have i think we understand our um what we're capable of a little bit more sometimes because we have this tool of creativity that we are already connected to so it's expanding that connection you have with yourself and your creative Um, the creative aspect of what you can do and connecting it to your whole being and then that connects it to its higher self and it just goes from there and uh, nurturing all of that as a whole is really important and can be so so life-changing and not even life-changing not only life-changing but it really takes care of everyone around you too and that's that can go on and on and on into the world and how we affect the world and it's just a beautiful butterfly effect that i'm seeing happen in my life right now and it it took some time to get to this point and I'll, i'm just so excited to keep growing in this way and and learn more and more but it started with sort of acknowledging self and nurturing that and uh, it's really it's a really beautiful practice so here are some tools that you can incorporate to get this process going And again, we talked about boundaries. So nurturing yourself and starting with boundaries is a great way to begin. And here's some questions to ask. You can journal about these or just write down the questions and consider them, whatever place you're in that best works for you. And uh, the way it's presented, and again, I'm taking these from the book today because I just flipped it open and it was exactly what I wanted to talk about. So I'm just running with it. It's such an intuitive moment where I was like, I'm just going to open this book and it's going to be what I need to say. And that's exactly what happened. I flipped to the exact page with the paragraph I just read to you and the questions were already sort of marked in the book um, that I had already done for myself some time ago which is sort of interesting and it's not bookmarked or anything I really just flipped it open so kind of a fun fact (laughs) okay so the way it's brought up here creating boundaries reinforces your self-identity your individuality and your authenticity and boundaries doesn't mean that you're pushing people away or that you're being closed off or some some attachments that come with the words we use sometimes in life that we, uh, that are just maybe more literal and we have attachments to what we think they mean or how they make us feel. So if boundaries, if the word boundaries is making you feel like, oh, I don't know. I want to feel open. I want to feel, this is going to give you space to feel open so that you can create boundaries around things that aren't serving you and things that are serving you and think of the things that are serving you those boundaries are more like protection like protecting like barriers so that's how I like to consider it that's what makes sense to me I talk about boundaries a lot because once I recognized my own ability in my energy levels and who i started paying attention to that i got a better sense or better connection to how the things around me make me feel how my energy is going and when to say yes to certain things and when to say no and being uh clear and kind about it with the people around me and and it gives you space to for them to understand what's going on and for you to make space for the things that are serving you and will better serve the people around you so here are the questions who are your immediate muses who's inspiring you who's motivating you who do you admire who's got this beautiful light in them that you are attracted to and the next one is who positively influences you And those can be the same things as the muses, or it could be someone different. It can be a different way of receiving someone that you feel is a positive influence. The next one is, are you open to meeting new people to expand your creative resource bank? And... I think this one is a time and place kind of a thing. Sometimes we are in a space where we don't need to meet new people. (laughs) It can be overwhelming and too much based on what's going on. And so it's good to know. Are you open to meeting new people right now? Or is it not the time for that? The next one is whom do you envy and what is it they're doing that is awakening envy in you? And this can be tricky because envy is an interesting word we talk about comparison a lot and envy can be grouped with that feeling that can be really ugly sometimes but comparison can be a vehicle of inspiration too but we have to understand it first so I just want to talk about this a little bit real quickly um, I'm in a, I am was taking a course and I'm in their Facebook group with all the other ladies taking the course and somebody brought up a question about comparison and there's something she wants to try and she sees that there's another girl doing exactly what she wants to do um, already and it made her feel terrible. She was comparing herself. She was feeling really, really envious and and just couldn't, and it was very much tied into her self-worth and she couldn't get over the, the idea of of doing it also because someone's already doing it. But because we're all human, we're all capable of doing all the things, which means there's gonna most likely be somebody else doing a version of something that you are also inspired to do. So the response I gave her was, you know, that's normal, first of all, to feel that way. I think those feelings come up and then we go, it's because we're scared and because we don't know, we don't, we're not always completely solid in our worth and what we have to offer, especially if it's something new. I find when I have something new on my heart that I want to try, I'm not confident in that thing yet because it's brand new to me. So when I see other people doing it already, and maybe I didn't know they were doing, that that was a thing that people were doing already, then it's a little intimidating and it feels like, oh, maybe this is not a good idea. I'm, I'm not worth trying it and all that stuff starts to come up. That's really normal because you just had the idea. It's all new to you. You're excited. And then you go out looking and you're like, Oh crap, everyone's people, a whole bunch of people are doing this already, but that is completely okay. The next step is to go, okay, all of that. So I've all those feelings. That's fine. The next thing would be, um, to go, okay, well, first of all, there are no identical humans on the planet. Even identical twins have very much their own lives and their own ways of doing things and thinking and being on this planet. So whatever you take to the table for the the idea you want to try is going to be totally different than somebody else. You may be in alignment with them and have some, some similarities of even maybe personality wise or how you approach things, but it's still going to be you. And you are not like anybody else. You have a uniqueness that only you can bring to such and such thing. So my advice to her was that, hey, it's kind of exciting to see that other people are doing something that you want to do because they're already paving the road for you and priming an audience to be interested in the topic. So when you get in there, it's not going to be so hard. You won't have to pave the way. You get to just join join the path and then do it your way. So it's kind of a fun way of looking at things if, um, if comparison comes up for you or if envy is hard for you. Um, another note that she wrote that Jill wrote underneath this question was consider envy and nudge to take your own steps in a direction that you feel passionate about. So it's transforming the envy and the comparison into Uh, inspiration and direction and steps towards something you want to do so it's it's nicer when you feel a part of the community versus on the outside of it and you can only feel a part of it is if you join and do the things you want to do you will be on the outside of it if you don't do them so the idea is to be bold and begin (laughs) to just do them see how you feel when you get started see how how you do when you're a part of the community and become a part of the process versus being on the outside and not feeling a part of it. And then you, then that's when you compare, right? Even more fully, because you are on the outside. So you have to get started. You've got to begin, you've got to try it. And then the last question is, where do you need to set boundaries? So after all of those questions, what, what is a strong boundary you can begin setting for yourself uh, around any of the things we just discussed? And that can be Here's an example of boundaries that I do with. Um, if I'm doing this with a client, if I, when I was doing one on one coaching, uh, which I can still do, by the way, if anybody wants or feels that they really need that right now and they want a lot of change in their life, I have a little room for one or two clients right now. If someone is so compelled, just reach out to me on the Facebook group. That there's always a link in the show notes for that. If if you feel inspired and need some one-on-one coaching, Um, I don't do it much anymore, but I have a little time and space for it right now, so I could take on one or two clients, and we can talk about that. But what I do with my clients when we're talking about boundaries is we we for let's just say for example we can set them by figuring out how we feel when such and such arises when an opportunity arises to spend time with a certain person. Let's say someone's reaching out, they want to see you and you feel you're like, okay, but then you got to check in with yourself and go, wait a minute. How do I feel when this person asks me to, to be, to spend time together? Do I, I'm feeling resistant. Why? Okay. You're feeling resistant. Why are you feeling resistant? Because, because when you show up, they don't show up for you. You're only showing up for them. So you're, that's already a one-way exchange, which is maybe not good for you right now. Maybe they they need more time than you're willing to give. So now you've got to create boundaries around how much time you have to offer. And who do you want if time is a thing, which is for many of us, time is a hard thing to share with everyone, As which is why we need boundaries. So this is how much time I have. This is how much space I have for this type of energy exchange, because really you can drain yourself. If you're not in the right alignment with the people you're spending time with, are they lifting you up? Are they dragging you down? That's a really simple question to consider. How do I feel when I'm done spending time with this person? Do I feel uplifted and energized or do I feel drained? And that really is the answer to your question. And then from there you go, okay, do I have time for this? do I have time to spend with this person? Is it going to serve me? Is it going to serve my day? Is it worth the time that I'm going to be with them? And sometimes it's a long-term friend who, you know, right now they drain you, but overall they're a wonderful person you want to keep in your life. So it can be a temporary boundary where you go, I don't have, I have a little less time for you now, but I want to be there for you. So... You create boundaries around that, but you have to know you can't let all of your energy go to everyone so that you can continue to serve them well, continue to serve yourself well, and all the other things that you do and all the other people that you have in your life. So that's an example of how to consider boundaries. I know today's a little bit of a longer episode and I talked a lot, but uh, I just have a lot to say about this, I suppose. Uh, Tomorrow we'll have a easier, shorter episode of a tip probably around the same topic i haven't decided yet but most likely i like to stay on theme for at least a week so that we can build from there i hope you enjoyed it take care of yourself today find time to nurture yourself and relax and that can show up in so many different ways it could just be taking two seconds to take a deep couple of deep breaths and feel present so give yourself a little time to do that today okay thank you for listening. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can always re-listen to any of these episodes and do this stuff again and again. Don't forget to email me on the podcast page, beboldbeginpodcast.com or just beboldbegin.com so I can invite you to the private Facebook group just for this podcast so we can build a community and I can support you even more so we can go live together in exclusive Facebook lives that will be only for you guys. Seriously, I love you guys. So show me some love by liking the show on iTunes, leaving some reviews. That helps me out so much. And of course, share, share, share. (laughs) All right, guys, I will see you in the next one. Till next time. Bye.